0: Hey, it's Cody and Matt, and thanks for joining us for another episode of The The Coma Coma Cast. Cast. Matt, we're going to be diving into all things involving the LGBT community, including our own lives. And don't forget our cats. We don't want to forget them. The Coma Cast starts now. Podcasting from the Lone Star State in Southern California, you're listening to The Coma Podcast with Cody and Matt. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Live show. We're back here again this Friday, so we thank you all for joining us. If you're watching this as a replay or watching listening to the audio version, hi. Thank you for joining us. Hey Matt, how are you? It's Friday. <laughs> 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 <gasps> you're surviving at least. Um, getting rest.
1: Yeah i'm getting rest (laughs) um so we weren't here i wasn't here last week so the reason i wasn't here last week was because (laughs) um uh let's say our class averages on tests are between usually 75 and 80. 75 Mm -hmm. is passing we have three tests and a final that determine 95 percent of your grade the other five percent is (laughs) classwork So our very first test back, um, I'm not going to go into the details of what the test is, but it's just so the average test score in my class was 66. And the average test score for the other class, um, there's my group, my class is divided into two groups of 38 and 37. Mm -hmm. The other class is 59. Mine was 66. And uh, mine was only higher because one person scored really high. Everybody else failed brutally, Yeah, you cannot fail a test super brutally or you cannot recover. You just can't, there's just not Mm -hmm.
0: enough
1: room. Now, the group that was in my shoes last semester, um, there's four levels of students. The fourth level is the fourth semester, that's when you graduate. So the ones that are level three now, that were level two last semester, the same thing happened to them, only five of them passed. And it went all the way to the chain of command because if all your students fail, viciously there's a problem right um, yeah well, last week they pretty much told us you need to study harder and all of us sitting in there are all ab students that work our asses off and yeah. um, we were on zoom the first three weeks no direction everything has been chaos and we got told it was our fault and it was ugly and um i scored pretty i scored pretty bad i got a 52 which is just like 25 points lower than my class average, which would end pretty much effectively end my semester. Yeah. I would still have to finish my semester, but I would likely have to repeat this course. This course is a five credit hour class. It's attached to my clinical class, which is three credit hours. So it doesn't matter if I pass clinicals or not. If I mm-hmm. don't get a 75 in this course, I automatically have to repeat both. That's a waste of four months. Plus I have to pay for it all over again, Yeah, just like three grand. So and I wasn't the only one in this situation. This is not the first time something chaotic has happened. So a lot of hell was raised and we did a lot of complaining and as a group, most of us, and they said, okay, we'll give you a quiz that for 20 points. So every point you get can help you. It can't hurt you, but every point can help you. So fine, if I can get at least ten points back, I can survive this. And they gone through and gave us back one question that they said wasn't a good question. They tossed it. Pretty much everybody missed it. So all like 75 of us missed one question. And wow. um, I'm still going to email the higher-ups and let them know this happened again, because apparently this has been kept very hush-hush, and the higher-ups and deans aren't aware that this just happened. It's been kept way, way down. Um, yeah, oh teachers for our entire program, for all 400 of us in the whole mm-hmm. nursing program, because I cannot keep teachers right now. And mm. it's super, it's super ugly. And um, so that's where I was last week. I was super depressed and considering walking away because why yeah. not? I mean, I'm going. I'm I'm going into something getting paid less than what I was making to at my old career. And nursing nursing school is kind of like you see a building on fire and you're running towards the building, and the school, not the instructors necessarily, but like the administration is standing there with a the fire hose spraying you, and it's so frustrating. They treat you so bad. You know, when you're going through orientation at the beginning, they're all like, it's a calling. And now I am old enough and I've been through enough job interviews to know what that shit is. But about a month into it, that conversation stopped. And it's just been nothing but pretty much abuse since. It's a very shitty thing. And it's not, this is not alone. I'm not alone here. This is a normal, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's like, oh, just put your head down and try to survive it. Well, if s- last semester only five students would have passed when the deans got a hold of it, once it got up to that high, they went through, basically everybody got curved up to a minimum of 75. Oh, wow. They had students scoring thirties and forties, you know, like, and if you're in the program, you are not a 30%, 40% test taking student. You are, you may not be the best at it, but you're doing good. You're passing, you're Mm getting, you're, you're moving forward. You've been through clinicals. I mean, even now I have probably have 100 to 200 hours of lab clinical and skills experience plus all the hours I spend at school. So for five they, they told us that my classes are Wednesday, Thursdays and Friday night they send an email with no no explanation it just pops up as an announcement in the within the class and somebody spotted it and shared it with us within our group me that we keep running for the cohort telling us that we have from Friday night to Wednesday morning to study for a random 20 question quiz, no study, okay. no, no direction, no anything. It can be a, Just there's a quiz. Just it's a quiz now. So I put aside, I did the graded work I had to do like for the weekend, but I was pretty much already done. Cause I always work ahead on that stuff. Um, all my stuff do Friday and Sunday for this week I didn't do until I didn't start until Tuesday night and Wednesday until I just couldn't look at the information anymore. And I managed to get back 14 points out of 20. So I'm still going to contest what's happening. Cause that's just, yeah. Fucking shitty. Um, but it made a really rough week and I really sat there contemplating. Um, what was I going to do? And if I didn't gain enough points back, because it could be anywhere in lecture so i picked one section that covers i felt probably the bulk of what we were studying and i that's where i was all last week i don't think i responded to it i responded to you but like i didn't ask any questions i just couldn't because mm-hmm. i was so burned at both ends as were many of my classmates we're all just kind of trying to gently encourage each other through one girl literally walked in the next day and said i'm tired of the chaos and dropped her classes this well, not to survive. This is some, the first semester is supposed to be the in our program the hardest hardest yeah so um did i freeze by the way
0: uh no you're Wait. still good
1: okay both of my views are frozen so just let me know if it freezes okay so that's what was going on and that's why i have not been even part of this world. So I literally would drive to school, work all day. Um, if it was an off day from class, go drive from school to the gym, work out for an hour and try to decompress and disconnect from school, come home. Cause David works all day. And then, you know, he has school after. He has school. So he's trying to do his lectures. So I try to give him that time to do his lectures while I'm at the gym. And then I come home and he's finishing up and, you know, try to spend some time and Luna was sick for two straight weeks Just vomit everywhere, just solid vomit. We just tried to get her into the vet, which of course cleared up as soon as we tried to get her to the vet.
0: Of
1: course. This is something she's done before. This is something she's seen like a chronic thing. This time was particularly scary um, because it was literally everywhere. Like, I just, we just could not get a handle on it. And so I would be sitting here reading, hear it. And I mean, I tackled her off of David's hoodie one night. Like, I leaped off the couch straight into her. You know, waking up at two a.m., her climbing on a David's chest trying to throw up, like
0: mm. every. <laughs> like,
1: and none of us could just have a second. So David, Keith, and I all for like two weeks. This is all we dealt with. <laughs> so Luna, we had to finally start sleep having her sleep in our bathroom at night so we could keep her close eye on, keep a closer eye mm-hmm. on her. And she refuses to eat when she's in there because she gets depressed. So we let her out, and she started eating, which immediately started throwing up. And then, whatever we think she's got, really bad hairballs that she gets. So she's going to be going to a uh, a special Luna diet. So it was this was all happening at the same time, all wow. at the same time. And I just couldn't even like speak because everywhere I turned around, if it wasn't like a pile of shit at school, it was a pile of vomit <laughs> somewhere that we I didn't find. I'm like. And you know, we have a two-story house. So I'm running up and down the stairs and David's trying to work, he's trying to work and I'm trying to be quiet. And <laughs> I was I one whole day in the last two and a half weeks. And that was last Sunday because I have clinicals all day Saturday. Mm-hmm. David has lab on Saturdays in the morning for a few hours, but his, his clinical day is Sunday, thankfully. So he has the Saturday afternoon without me and I have Sundays without him. So Sunday, I literally spent the whole day organizing the house putting everything away i gave we gave up on trying to have just a tree not like a christmas tree but like a Mm -hmm. general tree because we couldn't keep the cats out of it and so between kitty ava and luna we just i'm like cannot have (laughs) like
0: we were were like no time for you
1: we were just so tired and even tonight I was trying to submit paperwork because the hospitals are now starting to officially require COVID vaccinations for everybody from top to bottom, including nursing Mm -hmm. students. Well, for us to, the hospital system I'm doing my clinicals at has a special login system for their employees, Mm -hmm. but they also allow the students to use it. So we can be, we have to be, get a a special ID. We get that ID and get put in there. And then we have to upload our decision whether we're gonna give you vaccine or not. And if we are, what you know, we have to show the proof of it, put in all the details of it, and you know, pharmacist writing, which is on my COVID vaccination card, I had to translate that to get that into <laughs> the system one bit of information at a time. And most of it I can't read because mm-hmm. it's you know, was scribbled at the speed of light because they were doing like a hundred vaccinations a day, yeah. So it was like, it's just, I've never been so happy. Nursing.
0: <laughs> it's just been hitting you everything.
1: Yeah, so it's just been kicking me, ever. and so I literally sat here deciding, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Like I'm not sure because mm-hmm. nothing about it is fun. Nothing about it brings me any the knowledge brings me joy, but nothing about the staff, nothing about my administration, um my cohort, some of my cohort, and the knowledge that I'm going to be able to actually help is only thing kind of like dragging me forward you know that's, mm-hmm. it. that's it it's literally an awful experience I mean it's a terrible experience and I knew it was going to be um but it sounds like it, worse it,
0: than you oh, worse oh, than it, you it, could imagine
1: oh no it was where it's, this is what I expected oh, I really? Like eight schools all of them treats st- all schools treat students like shit they do they don't care once the tuition's paid could not be bothered with you any less Yes, they do have a lot of them have resources for students, but there is just like they are fucking lawless with how they can act towards you. You know, I went to ask, we have a nursing lab where you can go practice skills and ask questions, you know, just like kind of tutoring. I went in Tuesday or Wednesday and I said, Hey, we have this quiz coming up on this section for our group. Um, What tips and tricks when you teach this, what do you teach your students to like help them learn this? Maybe. Some like common pitfalls, you know? Um, I thought that was a pretty simple question. So she asked why I was asking that. So I told her and she goes, you just seem kind of worked up and I think you should just kind of move on from that bad grade. So I said, this is why nobody at this school feels supported in this whole damn building. And I said, this is why our pass rate is 18%. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: And I said, my blood pressure is not worked up. You're just not answering a question. I said, I still have said quiz in two days getting over mm-hmm. it means i won't pay attention or prep for my quiz what would you have me do she was like i guess what questions specifically are you trying to ask she wanted me to ask her like a you know if this person has this kind of symptom what am i supposed to do and i'm like that's not my question
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: clearly this is the information as a whole you're she's a freaking instructor in our program she has taught this subject the subject that i've tested on it's taught in every level. You review it every semester, mm-hmm. and you just go into more detail each detail. time. You, know, you further your uh, knowledge, so it's just you get that kind of attitude and pushback. One girl went to our actual coordinator for our whole level, and she goes, "I think you should just study more." And you get it's just. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's it's shitty. It's it's really shitty. And they have the upper hand because we walk out, they'll bring in another, they just brought in 120 students. But you know what, they mm-hmm. can't get enough teachers. They literally, they're six teachers short in general right now, mm-hmm. just at my school, that's just here. Cause they can't pay them, they won't pay them enough. Cause you can guess that our highly paid upper level administration sure isn't taking a pay cut to get the instructors in. The Dean <laughs> that actually oversees my program and six others, yeah, he has a business degree. He's never worked in nursing or medical anything in his entire life. He's just so he's helpful,
0: <laughs> taking that paycheck.
1: Right, I'm a super nice guy. But you're, what are you doing here? Why are you in charge?
0: Yeah, that is weird.
1: That's where I've I. I mean, it's like that everywhere. Yes, this is a normal experience, and this is why I missed a lot of the lives during last semester. Was because you know when you're frustrated, you don't want to project that out. But I do think it's important to see that this is not roses and sunshine and don't tell me, oh, you're gonna push through it and be fine because I really might not be. Last week, had they opted to just shut down and say, you know what, no, that would have been the end, that was the absolute end of my nursing career right there, like for mm-hmm. the whole semester. If I want to repeat, I would have to apply to repeat, hope they accept it, and then I would come back in fall. And I would still have to finish this semester
0: mm-hmm. to be so flat the
1: faith and come back in fall which would put me behind almost an entire year. Yeah. That's super helpful. Right? So that's that is I think it's really important that people like the only people that tell me I'm doing a good thing are people who aren't nurses. By the way, I just want to clarify that nobody in like nursing other than it's like oh my gosh you're going to love your freedom and the options you have once you get the experience outside of like the very basics everybody else is like Ugh. You know, (laughs) (laughs) so that's where I was last week, and that's what's been going on that has dominated my life because obviously we we sacrificed a lot to make this happen for me. And had I been had only like 10 of us failed, you know what? I'll eat it because that was just that was that's clearly all me, yeah. And I didn't even get the lowest score by a lot, you know.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. to have like the majority of everybody not do when well, class it's like
1: 59 to 65.
0: There's something and wrong. Class
1: averages are usually 75 to 80. I've tested with these people. So we walked into the computer lab to take a, our other class had a test yesterday afternoon, uh, yesterday morning. So we all walk in, go to take our test, and like everybody spread out because we've all sat in pretty much the same seats in this computer lab for now a year. You know, we just go in, we walk in, there's cameras everywhere. You know, it's, it's a computer lab for testing. Our teachers, like, tell everybody to start. They walk around, answer questions, make sure somebody's computer doesn't freeze. They We all start sitting down in normal stuff. Like, everybody needs to sit one apart. Everybody separate. Nope, everybody has to be one apart. I'm like, if we all cheated, we all did a really bad job. Because there's two <laughs> full rooms, and we're all separate. We don't all sit even in the same room. There's rows upon rows of computers. Like, we don't... <laughs> <laughs> like you know what i mean like yeah like everything but the one instructor told his class um that they didn't study hard enough they were distracted and they need to change their study habits i listened to this man berate two of my female colleagues on um on a QA and a session a few weeks mm-hmm. ago, and when one of the guys spoke up and said, you're being really belittling, he laughed. He goes, so then that's when I got upset, and then I spoke up. I said, okay, so you laugh when he said, told you you're being a problem, but you didn't say anything about berating two of our female colleagues. I said, you are belittling, you are condescending, and you're not helping. How do you think this helps? Because he was saying we were being spoon-fed. I'm mm-hmm. like, look, dude, we paid for the bowl and the spoon and the fucking porridge that goes with it. So, <laughs> you know... It isn't killing you to answer a damn question. They're even trying to eliminate PowerPoints entirely from our
0: program. Oh gosh. Them.
1: That they want us to pretty much come in, teacher talks, and we write. And um, so apparently 1950 is really making a comeback.
0: Because <laughs> it sounds like it. My like, goodness. Would you even
1: want to do this? Can you imagine?
0: Yeah, no. When I we mean... finish this,
1: I'm going to go take a shower and contemplate my life i'm going to get up at 5 a.m to go to clinical and be there for 12 hours because i have a clinical from 6 30 a.m to like 5 p.m luckily my clinical instructor is a godsend she's been a teacher an instructor and student for like 40 years all three of her daughters are nurses here in the local hospitals and she still practices she's an np like dr jake mm-hmm. so she is very with it and she's very she does not sugarcoat shit. I don't want to say that she's easy on us by any stretch. <laughs> like she literally kicks our asses. <laughs> but it's in a way that you continue to learn. You're you're getting information. You're learning how what you're doing is going to apply to your career. As well as, yes, it applies to school, and school is not the real world, but school is your real world right now while you're trying to, yeah. you know, get through it. And that has been she is the reason like two of my classmates haven't quit because we're broken up in mm-hmm. groups of 10. If people don't know when you're with a clinical instructor, it's Texas state law. I don't know what the other states say. You're not allowed to have more than 10 students per instructor mm-hmm. per day. So even though she's not, we're not with her all day, we're assigned to like a nurse to shadow or somebody. We just, she circles around does rounds with us, makes us demonstrate things. But yeah, it's a, uh, it's an experience, and anything can go wrong at any point. All four of my patients had COVID last time. I couldn't even oh go in gosh. there with them because it's such a high risk. Um, yeah, of spreading it. Um, so many of my classmates have had COVID and come down terribly, terribly sick. Um, if people really saw what happens in the COVID, like for COVID patients, how sick they really are. That and my patients aren't even being intubated. They're people that have diabetes and other Mm -hmm. like normal conditions that happen to people who have caught covid and they're extra sick they're just they're so so sick and i want to care for them i want to help them but i can't even i can't even go in the room and all of them have dedicated equipment like i can't even go with my own stethoscope Mm. i have to use what's in the room what's in their room they have to have dedicated equipment so i can't even have my own stuff, and you have to be fully dressed in PPE. And then when you come out, you have to fully strip down and change again to go to the next room. And getting anything done is is hard. It's really hard. Um, and the nurses and the staff, the PCAs, the techs, everybody, they are they are like superheroes just with their patients. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, they are super behind. The ho- One of the hospital systems here um, put it in the news that they could easily hire another 250 nurses right now. Yeah. Like that's just here. Just, just that hospital system just here in just San Antonio. And mm-hmm. that's not every other hospital system that's already here. The rehab centers, wound care clinics, community health. And a lot of people don't realize that when home health is done, a CNA does a lot of the, like a tech, they come in and we'll help with some of the basics, but it's the nurse that has to come through and we'll show the people how to clean wounds and give mm-hmm. injections and take care of their themselves or that family member. And like all these places are just so short. They just can't get us trained fast enough, but they keep kneecapping us.
0: I was gonna time. say, yeah. <laughs> it's like, because, there's yeah. a need for nurses. There's a lot of nurses retiring because everything that went on with COVID and the lack of hospital systems supporting nurses, and then you have schools not supporting their nursing students. No one wants they to support nurses. They are making a ton
1: of money off of us, though. I can tell yeah, you that. Yeah,
0: uh, everything. The, the school's making a ton of money off of you, and then the hospital system's making a ton of money and not giving. I don't know if you heard. I, I don't know if I brought it up the other day, but uh, there was a hospital uh, system out here in California uh, who uh, gave – all of their nurses, I don't know if it was nurse appreciation day or week or I don't know, oh, or they're God. just we're doing a thing. They gave all of them a rock with like a little something attached to it, like a paper or something saying, you're the rock that keeps us going or something like that. <laughs> that is so comically bad. No like usually no raise or anything. The, what a rock? Like, you shouldn't have even done anything at that point. But I was just like, I could not even believe you. someone had thought of that and was like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, what a
1: great idea.
0: <laughs> In the midst of, you know, shortages my, of nurses.
1: My aunt is an MA, a medical assistant. And um, for medical assistance weeks, because, you know, the nurses, the MAs, the techs and support housekeeping, they work so, so, so hard my aunt showed me uh their medical assistant appreciation gifts it was like some balloons that were up on a desk and a few boxes of like sugar cookies for everybody to just grab and i'm like uh so i don't i think it was administration that did that so whoever the doctors and nurses were that were on the floor that's when they saw it like literally went to the store and were like oh And they went and spent their own money and came back and took care of the, the MAs and because like when I was on the floor last week, uh, two weeks ago, I couldn't actually go last week as Friday night. My instructor came down sick. So she couldn't take us to clinical. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's that's. So I had to do an alternate assignment. I promise you the virtual assignments for a clinical day can be way more difficult than just standing for a few hours. Um, (laughs) But when I was there two weeks ago, it was a patient care tech who showed me how to do so much stuff. Now, irony, when I was waiting to walk onto the floor that morning, a patient care tech was walking in and it was my former classmate from last semester who failed one of her classes. So she couldn't, she didn't get to keep moving forward. I was Mm -hmm. assigned to her floor and it was this student showing me how I'm going to do my job who wasn't qualified to keep moving forward Showing me how to do the job in the hospital, slap in the face. Luckily, she and I are are good with each other. We're we're good for, we're friends, Mm -hmm. but freaking ouch, you know, to have four or five of your peers assigned to your floor and you're showing them how to do the things for their grades that you're, I mean, come on. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there is a, and that, that is, she is not the only, that is not the only story. It is Mm -hmm. just brutal, um, (laughs) But I learned more from her in one day, you know? And so David's currently, you know, David's in nursing school too. They assigned them to patient care techs the first few weeks so they can see how to properly bathe, clean, change a patient, and Mm -hmm. clean them up. People don't understand, like, how important it is to keep people clean and dry and comfortable. I mean, would you want to, if you have, if you can't help it and you pee yourself, wouldn't you want the staff that's being paid to help clean you up to help clean you up? <laughs> you know, so David's yeah. had to you know, he's learned how to do all of that and um, mm-hmm. you know, and how the hospitals do it, how to do it to keep the patient from getting sick and keep them comfortable and as much of their dignity intact as possible. And it's amazing how much these people, even the ones that are the most tired, how much they care about still taking care of the people that they can as best as they can. And, you know, that's, I'm so impressed. If I could be 50% of that when I get there, I I will consider myself fortunate Um, and to see them be treated so badly at that level and then to be at this level, getting that same treatment from here and going, wow. When a teacher said something about like changes, I said, look, you told us to be the change you're going to, we, you want us, we want to see. So I'm telling you that you're wrong. Mm -hmm. What are you going (laughs) to do? You know? I mean, really, what are you going to do? You're, like, you're not taking me out of the program. They don't, I don't raise, you can't, I would have to set something on fire to be tossed out, you know? Yeah. You know, I haven't done, I would never do anything like that. But it's been an experience and that's what's dominated m- my life. My backpack is over there. I'm actually going to have to replace it soon because it's finally tearing. My backpack from ninth grade is finally.
0: Oh no. It's just not going to make <laughs> it.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> it's finally I love that you still have it, though. Wow.
1: Yeah, my grandma, if she still talked to me, would be super impressed because I insisted I wanted this backpack so bad. I got one. It was in black and the strap ripped three weeks later. I went back to the store with my grandmother. She was super mad, but they're like, oh, well, it has a lifetime guarantee, so we'll give them another one for free. And then my grandmother was like, okay, all right. <laughs> so then I picked out... Uh, I wanted another one in black. They didn't have it because it was still in back to school in 2000. It would have been 2000. And uh, I got this blue one, which, and that would have been tw- now, in this fall would be 22 years. In August of 22, it would be 22 years since I got it. <laughs> yeah. I Wait, have that's all? <laughs> in <my> Twitter, <laughs> people in my nursing cohort, younger than my backpack.
0: Uh, yeah, I can't <laughs> do numbers I had on my age backpack
1: uh, longer than I have had. Like family members that talk to me, like <laughs> uh, that is
0: so weird. <laughs> <This> is weird.
1: <laughs> my backpack might be my most stable long-term relationship.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness! Uh, in a future episode, we're going to be talking about uh, of the podcast itself. We're going to be talking about nostalgia and going back when we were younger oh, and stuff. But uh, you bringing this up just now, it's like, oh, my God, this is a weird talk. It's going to be weird talk then of talking about, oh, oh, yeah, that was like 30, 25 years ago. Like, ew, stop. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) I know what
1: you mean. Um, I have a few (laughs) things that are still I have a few things from that era. Um, On my Twitter, one of my friends from high school. um, He has since found me on Twitter and um well i think he found me on twitter or i found him and uh it was just so wild to reconnect and it's like no time passed at all it's probably been it had been probably 10 plus years since we spoke but since then you know i've kind of more found my voice more settled into myself more comfortable with myself and he's doing great and he's also happily married so it's just so cool to see all of that and Yeah, I'm not. I'm looking forward to the nostalgia episode because I'm curious to see what you come up with.
0: But I'm also like depressed (laughs) to think about it. (laughs) I was starting to like line it up, so I was going to outline it um, because I feel like we're going to have to have some kind of outline for this because we could just go on and on and it would just be like (laughs) all over the place. Well, my
1: backpack is probably uh, let's see, my backpack and in a broken chain. It's broken now, but it's similar to this one um, that my grandmother got me for Christmas. But I mean, I had an N sixty four. I got one as a surprise. It was a huge surprise. My grandmother said she looked for it for months, and they put it, they saved for it for literally six months before they yeah. bought it for me. And I had it from nineteen ninety six. I think was the year for Christmas. You could buy them. It only and it was only able to get it with one controller and one game because they were just hard to find. Mm. And I had it until I think 2017, 2018 when it finally failed. And I mm. was it was a hard day. I was really depressed because it meant a lot to me. You know, my grandmother uh, got it for me and I always have taken care of my stuff, which is why they got me some of the things that they told me, even though we we had no money. They said they would save and get me certain things because they're like, we feel like you're going to have it for 30 years. And they were joking, but little did they know.
0: (laughs) Actually, (laughs) um, I still have used
1: actually in 10th grade. I got that in 10th grade. It was used and it still worked when I finally sold it. Uh, I think. Let me ask David. Do you remember? Was it last year we got rid of the PS2, the PS3? Was it two years, it a years ago? A couple years ago now. So it was maybe two, three years ago. We just got rid of that PS2. That thing was used in 2002. You know. <laughs> and I. Um, I had one of the I, ones that um, broke. Like I read the first gen yeah. It was the second generation, because they sent out, they sent out new ones that didn't break. I had one of those that were supposed to break in it. I was fortunate, never did. I had my original controllers and everything.
0: (laughs) Original um, cables. I do have a Nintendo 64. (gasps) Does it still um, work? It does. So when you visit, we can play, obviously. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm sure we have people on here is like, what is that? (laughs) But it's an epic game system. And I played GoldenEye. That was one of my big games that I Uh loved and uh cruising rural which was I a race car driver. yeah and i mean i of have those games i have uh an olympic a winter olympic one the nagano the nagano 98 winter. yep
1: yes that was my favorite oh my gosh then i like the nagano 98 olympics and also it was the 98 goodwill games because that's when dominique mosciano won she won the games and it looked like she was on the road to a great comeback um that, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I have, I have all of that. Um, yes, I had all those games. Like I love sitting them. in the closet. Um, you have to have like special connectors now to connect it to TVs, since it's like, well, I think you kind of did back then too. Yeah, I actually was, I, I, I don't know, I came across something in like kind of outlining things, but um, someone had posted something and I actually did not remember this, but then when I, they said it and I saw it on those list, I was like, Oh my God, that is so true. And that is so weird. But uh, there was a point in time um, where you could, people didn't have VCRs. So you would rent VCRs like at the grocery store. Yes. Right? Yes. Oh and my was, God. Like, and you, could actually rent them from, like,
1: you could actually <laughs> rent them from like Blockbuster, I think. Yes. Like, you could get that.
0: They only and had there was a couple. lot of them. Like that was a normal thing to do because people didn't have VCRs. They were very expensive, or people couldn't afford them.
1: I remember us renting um, VCRs, and I remember my mom finally getting one for Christmas, and she was just. So my mom's favorite movies were One Dirty Dancing and Two Twister.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, in Greece,
1: in in Greece, by the way, she didn't like Greece too, but I like Greece too. I don't care what <laughs> anyone said. Maxwell Caulfield was one of my like gay awakenings. Um, I just didn't even know it yet. But um, we, oh gosh, I think that and um, uh, Twister w- must have been worn out, like just worn out. And then I got my first DVD player in 10th grade. It That and the PS2, I think were, oh, you know, the PS2 might have been a birthday gift, but um, Christmas, I either got the DVD player for Christmas or a birthday and they were, I remember it being like. Then my grandparents said it was like $250. That was like the only thing I got that year, like whatever it was. Like, we mm-hmm. they kind of moved into getting me one or two bigger things and then, then we were done. And then the rest was maybe like accessories for that thing. And it was always a game system or a DVD player or something like that and movies to go with it. But I remember that being, <laughs> <coughs> excuse me, oh my gosh. Um, I had that DVD player for <laughs> forever. That that one, finally, the DVD player did, it was, it was an off-brand one, and it was still several hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay says, holy crap, the memories are giving me my brother's PS2 second gen. I believe the slim one and his Nintendo 64. Yeah, the second gen was a slim one, and I didn't have that one. I had the boxier one. Um, and it still worked, because you could put CDs in it. Do you remember that, Cody? You could, like, play music. It was like...
0: You know, so I, I remember um,
1: game. you could just put a CD in and like play through it. I remember
0: it. when um, DVDs became like a thing. And but they've um, always
1: been DVDs have still always been expensive.
0: Yeah. And like, so I remember I got uh a, like a boom box and then my first uh, CD was the Grease soundtrack. That was my first CD ever. <laughs> And uh, but I remember that I was just so like amazed, like how is this working? Like I just the how the how-to of how this works just was like amazing at the time. It was like, and then now like you think of how all these crazy things that we have are like what we're doing now, like it's just like a simple click this, click that, and then we're able to talk to each other in real time from different locations. Like back then that would only be like a dream that that could even what we're doing now could even happen. But yeah, I remember the CD like, like, wow, this is amazing. And then also I remember on the, the, uh, the CD Walkman that you could have for some you reason it
1: anti-skip <laughs> the anti-skip, anti-skip that never worked
0: and it always had like bass boost but it didn't do anything
1: <laughs> I know like was this for fucking fun Wait, you assholes my, my very first one was like this off brand like $15 one but my mom could always get it to work so when I was visiting my parents I just my mom liked my seat it was silver but it had like an alternate cover that it came with so you could change it and my mom liked it so much and the thing always worked for her. So I'm like, here, just take it just So I just gave it. It to my mom. And then, um, I eventually, I got myself, um, a blue, I got a gift card to Best Buy for like 50 bucks and I bought myself a blue, uh, uh, the disc, it was the Walkman, but like, you know, for disc CD mm-hmm. and uh, it was blue. Cause that's my signature color. And, um, yeah. That was <laughs> that was, and I got that. Oh, and I got the Lord of the Rings DVD. It is finally coming. I was so excited to finally get to sit and watch it, not in a theater, in peace, in my room, on my DVD player, and it f- was fucking corrupted. And my my grandma really far from Best Buy, so it never got replaced. <laughs>
0: Do you remember uh I'm gonna pull it up? Uh so oh, like gosh. I was all about technology and so like at a certain point. So I obviously had I never had like a uh V uh VHS, I never had a cassette Walkman. I only had the DVD discman and then Yeah, I never um, had the cassette
1: one either. I saw they I remember them being for sale as a kid
0: though. Yeah, I, I kind of want one now. They're kind of back in. Like if you go to Urban Outfitters, like they're selling them, but there's like $80. But even VCRs now are like $100. Like if you want to actually get a VCR for some reason, um, they're like expensive now. But uh, yeah, uh, they like they're like $60, $70 at um, Urban Outfitters and you can like have all the CDs. I did find the other day my NSYNC uh, CD. Or nice. D, uh, uh Not CD, uh, cassette tape, cassette tape what uh, that I had because I, I I was playing that before DVDs I don't know why I guess they didn't have DVDs for that um let's see do you
1: remember your see so you, I do remember the first CD first I got a third one but I can't remember what it was but I remember the first two CDs I got
0: um <laughs> Um, but after I got the disc discman, uh, I got this, not very many people have it. I still have it. Uh, and I'm, I need to get it to work. I don't know why I haven't tried to work it. I got it when I was back in Texas. I had it when I was going through my storage building and I found it. And, um, I don't know what's on it because it's only one disc. It wasn't like, uh, it it wasn't like artists release things on it, but there was these Sony mini discs. And like, I guess you could like record on them. Yes. Like, on I think these yeah. little, let's, let's see. I don't know if they have it. Oh, wait, this, you could record on the disc. <laughs> I don't know what you would record on it though. It was kind of actually a weird thing that I'm um, thinking about it. Cause like what was on this, what you just recording, I guess you could what record can, your what own did like you record? mixtape. <laughs> I don't know. So this is going to be interesting when I actually get it all like turned back on and, um, Listen to what I recorded. I guess it's going to just be, be talking. I can't wait. I,
1: I also I'm have a, a lot. Is it going to be I, like this super angsty? I'm going to be alone forever.
0: <laughs> I feel like I do have videos of that saved on my computer somewhere. I'll have to look and see. Actually, uh, that's one of the things uh, my parents is going to bring um, when they uh, visit is my first computer uh like a tower computer (laughs) and um i'm gonna have to go through it and just see what's on it i think i mostly put everything on uh hard drives but i want to see because i'm sure there's going to be something uh interesting but i wouldn't have any videos like that that would be on my laptop because i didn't have a web camera so i didn't have that until the laptop um but i I think i do have videos like that but i even have like cassette tapes of me talking because i used to have one of those uh the um uh what is this are those called it was a home alone
1: influencer kit
0: it was like in a home alone and he recorded on the little uh yeah
1: the little yeah it looked like a little almost like a mouthpiece like you talked out oh, what into was it. that goodness uh for the record my very first two cds since you embarrassed yourself i'll go ahead and tell you one was the blink 182 and of the state and the other one maybe okay. one more time cd those
0: are now, good ones it- those are good ones
1: Yeah, if that doesn't explain, like, the two halves of my personalities right there. Yeah, that's exactly. So I have
0: this somewhere, and I'm sure it still works. (laughs) It was the Talkboy, deluxe Talkboy. You could record, you could play, you could slow things down. (laughs) Yes, Joseph. So i gotta find mine because i'm sure i recorded a lot of stuff that was just ridiculous (laughs) um that i talking about all your angst teenage (laughs) angst so fun (laughs) goodness in Um, the box 429 dollars oh my god and it still has that walmart tag the green walmart tags from back in the day
1: (laughs) i remember um i actually remember walking through walmart with my grandmother once and I, right outside the electronics section, they used to just have racks of like video games and stuff. And it was mm-hmm. kind of like the clearance of when they were selling off the NES games, like the cartridges, like the big gray cartridges. They just had them for sale. They were all like five or ten dollars. And my grandma was like, "Hey, do you want anything here?" Like, I think we grabbed two or three of them. And then um one time she was walking out of there, and they had, were selling all like the old computer discs. I think on uh, everything was on like the little three and a halfs. And she's like, I just grabbed like 20 of them. I don't know if they're crap or not, but we should try them. <laughs> this is like, my grandma and I had, a, we had a lot of fun <laughs> when I was younger.
0: <laughs> um, I think I mentioned it before. I used to have a uh, civilization on uh, little yeah. discs. Uh, try
1: to picture you gaming. It just, it just doesn't. So <laughs>
0: It didn't I give a lot, but that was, and then if you go back further, uh, we'll have to talk more about this in that episode, but the big floppy disks that were oh, like yeah. six inches and I played like, uh, Carmen San Diego and I, I can't remember some others on that. Uh, but, and, but here's the deal. It's so crazy to think that like, uh the you know just on my watch the amount of like space on this watch is way more than those discs ever could hold like all and it's combined like, wow. by the way all combined, do what all combined <laughs>
1: yes. i'm just trying to picture can you guys picture cody gaming at like you know 20 like sitting there doing the college boy thing mountain dew stains on his legs you know cheeto dust on his boobs and you know like nope.
0: oh my god that to sounds
1: and like back to gaming are you guys picture it <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> right uh, the only fact, thing is I, I would do later. it now i would do it now but i wished that they still uh because i like mountain dew okay ish but i prefer baja blast and um since you can only get a taco bell now which is fine but um i would always buy it in cans and that's like the only thing i would drink and i loved it i loved it i loved it and i'm so mad and annoyed that they like got rid of it and then now have these stupid flavors like no one drinks those flavors there's like f- several different flavors now and it's like what are you doing do you have some I feel, feel- like- cody do you want to talk more about this i there's feel like, like we- watermelon lemonade i think right now is the newest one like why i think we hit a
1: nerve cody do you want to talk about this do you need some share time <laughs>
0: <laughs> bring back my baja blast I, they are bringing back the mexican pizza i think i mentioned that last week dolly was Barton. that because of dolly pardon I think so. So, and by, and here's the deal. They really? um, they said at the time that they got rid of it, one, because of uh, COVID and everything was slowing down and packaging. It had its own specific packaging. Because if you think of Taco Bell, they all use basically that paper that they roll all the burritos in it, and that's it. So the, the pizza was its own separate packaging that they had to get and store and everything else. Kind of makes sense. Um, but now they're going to be coming out with it and it's going to have like some kind of like, um, compostable, uh, Oh, gotcha. Container. Um, so that was one of the big things they wanted it to be more green if they did bring it back. So they're going to be bringing it back. And, uh, I think there's going to be actually stuff they're going to be adding onto it. you will be able to like spice it up and make it a little bit more I'm like so excited. Uh, uh Joseph yes. said,
1: Baja blast came in cans. Yes, it did. Oh <laughs> my God. Yes. <laughs> Cody's like <laughs> obsession. You know, I did I, not I, know that about you. I did not know what? you had an obsession. I thought I knew you liked Mountain Dew. I did not know you had a borderline clinical obsession with Mountain Dew, with Baja Blast. Sorry, Baja, Baja. Blast. In yeah. high school, I loved Code Red. I don't know why. I love Code Red <laughs> so much. Code Red and a KFC Twister, which they don't even sell in the states anymore.
0: And what is that?
1: Sorry, David walked by and I slapped his butt. He has noise-canceling headphones on. So when he turned around, he looked a little surprised.
0: Um, <laughs> I mean, if you uh, see Twisters the butt, you have to slap like a, it. It
1: was almost like a, oh, it was a, chicken, a giant chicken wrap. But it was mm-hmm. wrapped up in a tortilla and it was called a Twister. And I loved getting that in a Code Red on the way home from school on Fridays in high school. And, you know, Clint sometimes joins us here. Um, he and I went to high school together and that was kind of like our Friday thing. We would just kind of... Um, if we took his car, uh, we would sit on the tailgate and just chill and eat and just kind of decompress from school because for us, we were done, we'd be done with school for the week, but we worked on weekends. We worked nights and weekends and, um, we had a lot of stuff going on. So I don't know, days off were kind of not, I guess, not really a thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was just like this whole thing of like tailgating with a twister Mm. Now that he lives in Canada, he can get twisters with poutine because Canada is fancier mm. than us.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, Mexican pizza—the uh, classics coming back. They say, Did they now say we're going to wait, uh, so you're going to wait a little bit. But it's soon-ish, but mid-April uh, is the rumor. Um, so, so the...
1: uh, that's an idea for a video where we both go get Mexican pizzas and we eat them on camera. I'm yes. sorry, everybody, but I fucking <laughs> love Mexican pizzas.
0: So the classic will obviously be coming back, but then there'll be other incarnations that you can get most likely. They say some will uh, include a double cheesy version of the Mexican pizza. Another is gonna include spicy chorizo. Uh, Another one will include bacon and ranch influences. And there might even be a dessert option coming. So now they're like, we got rid of the Mexican pizza and then they're like, we're bringing it back and there's gonna be five or six different versions of it, which I'm all for because all of those sound actually really good. (laughs) I, I was always obsessed with the Mexican pizza ever since I it was. I am so excited thing. that there's. Is um... <laughs> 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 David.
1: It was David. <laughs> Distracting you. I'm on live. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mean to. I'll tell you after.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh,
1: Huh?
0: Surprise. Uh, (laughs) Joseph says, (laughs) I was won over uh, at Double Cheese. I know. I know. I I actually, uh, they have something out recently. I think it's already gone now, but um, I got it in steak version. That was so good too. Uh, Also in California and somewhere else, they they brought back the Choco Taco the ice cream. Uh, so if you're in California and some other state, I don't know at random what state it was, but you know, the Chaco Cody, Taco. I mean it's
1: just a little offensive that you're going to bring up ice cream on a gay, basically a gay podcast, you know, damn well, we're all lactose intolerance. You son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I love this, re- uh, this ice cream place. Uh, I think it's mostly on the West coast. Um, it's called salt and straw. And they do like very like crazy type flavors of ice cream. They change every month. They have some basic flavors that are always there, but they have like four or five, uh, I think five or six actually flavors that change each month. So like, you know, Thanksgiving, they have some that have like stuffing in it, like gravy and turkey Uh, and uh, Halloween. They have some that have like pig's blood in it. Um, and then at Christmas, one of my favorites, they had like eggnog or like this cookie one they had this year was really good. But, um, in January they had all vegan options for ice cream. So all the new flavors were vegan. So I could have all of them and they were so good and I loved them and I ended up buying a lot of it and it's in the refrigerator now. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm laughing it.
1: cause you're just like, Ooh, vegan, but you are also technically older than me. and look 10 years younger. So <laughs>
0: Well, you I say believe- vegan to say that there's no milk in it. They use like coconut milk mostly. So that's, I, I don't care about other than that. Um, so it's <laughs> no actual milk in all their ice cream, but they always do have one flavor each month. It's not, uh, non, it's a non-dairy flavor. So I'm always excited to go try it out. Uh, I just do love not-
1: being able to go somewhere and have like something ice cream-like without having to take lactate pills or worry about an adverse effect that like, you know, I saw. I mean, yes, we all know about the obvious effect, but a lot of people get. I get headaches. You know, I'll get like joint pain and headache, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Ugh, and I just feel kind of bad.
0: <laughs> like we actually, uh, they have. There's two uh, two uh, locations, um, and I've always gone to this one location lately. Like. Uh, at December, I went like several times. I would just drive up there to get ice cream and then drive back home. <laughs> and it's like a fifteen-minute, twenty-minute drive, and I would just, just go up for there ice to get ice cream and then for come back home. Dairy
1: Queen, it's about a forty-five-minute to an hour adventure, even though it's oh only whoa, because of the line <laughs> at Dairy Queen. Yeah, is so bad. Dairy
0: Queen is slow too. I don't know and about the, if oh, yours. Yeah. Is
1: I mean, I'm it's not, not
0: as slow as Water lines. Those are ridiculously slow. Um. Um, but yeah, so, uh, the other location, Justin, uh, it was downtown. We would drive down there cause I don't really drive downtown because it's parallel parking and I can't parallel park. And, uh, so, uh, we would go down there to walk, get our 30 minutes of exercise in, but we would be walking while I'm eating my ice cream.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I left school. I went to the gym, came back and, um, uh, I just don't want, I don't know. I went to Bill Miller's and got a chicken sandwich and I ate it and I was like, oh, I don't feel good. And Joseph asked, I feel like we're around the same age. I have just lost my sweet tooth in many ways. Do you still crave sugar the same way as you did in younger times? No, definitely not. There's some things I still like, but definitely, for example, if I could eat five of something when I was younger, I want one of them now or not at all or I'm totally fine without it. And I don't think about it. What about you, Cody?
0: Um, Joseph, I do. So believe I do are
1: all about, I think you and I, I think Joseph, I think you and I are the same age or very close.
0: And I'm younger. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, uh, when I was younger, I'm trying to think, I don't think I ate like really, a I lot of sweets. sweet
1: 16. Come on.
0: <laughs> like I would <laughs> eat sweets, but I don't remember like eating a ton of sweets actually when I was young. Um, and now, I mean, I don't know. Like, I love donuts, so I'm obsessed with donuts. So uh, if anybody's listening been long enough, they know that I'm obsessed with donuts. Talk about donuts all the time. Actually, when the COVID vaccines were first beginning, you had to have a certain BMI here in Southern California. It literally that went like, on a
1: donut diet.
0: Was, it was a low BMI. It shouldn't even have been a thing. But um, because I wanted to technically be correct, I was like, okay, let's go eat a lot of donuts. And then I just kept eating donuts. Um, so I love donuts. Um, I've started to love this ice cream because it's obsessive and I can just eat it all the time and I'll just like sit on the couch or cookie dough. So basically, yes, oh, cookie I do dough like
1: will take me out. <laughs> um, uh, we have, have this, cookie. uh, we cookie dough, large, uh, uh, Reese's, excuse me, a cheesecake blizzard, mm-hmm. the strawberry cheesecake blizzard. I can eat a large one in about five minutes and it's the worst mistake of my life, but I love how it tastes, but I only do that like once every six months. Um, Joseph, mm. one Reese's peanut butter egg is enough for me now. Oh yeah, things like that. I can only eat like one or two of. <laughs> because <laughs> this that, makes my teeth hurt. Cody's like, mean. no, I need like ten of them.
0: So I think I told Matt about this or I sent him a picture. Uh one of uh Justin's coworkers sent him a box of Reese's that are straight from the factory. So you can go to the website and I would recommend this, if you do love Reese's, you can go to the Reese's Hershey website and you can uh, purchase uh, Reese's and they'll send them to you basically straight from the factory floor. And they taste so much better because they're like basically super fresh and uh, they're just so much richer. The peanut butter is more rich and uh, it hasn't kind of dried out a little bit. The I would chocolate is just better. <laughs> But I could eat a ton of them. But then they've been out. They were out for a while. So then Justin bought me a box off Amazon, which was a whole box of Reese's. And it was like Reese's cups, Reese's uh, wafer sticks, like every basic Reese item you could get was in this box. So I can eat that like crazy. I can eat a whole thing of Oreos. Uh, I'll just say I love Oreos. I'm obsessed with Oreos. So I can eat a whole thing of Oreos. Um, So yes, basically, uh, I probably eat more sweets now than I did back then. Yeah. And, now uh, that you're saying this, I'm like, okay. you know,
1: try to reflect on because we've talked about diet and health and nutrition. <laughs> cookie dough, cookies. Did you so, mean like cookie dough ice cream
0: or like cookie dough like cookie dough? Cookie dough, cookie dough. So um, there is a cookie dough um, out here. I get it at Costco. You can get it. It actually weirdly is made in San Diego. If you go to their website and try to buy like a, uh, a tub of it, like about this big, they charge you $60. Stupid price. I don't know why. Uh, it is vegan. Um, so there's no eggs in it. Um, but uh, the Costco, it's like $6 or $5. It's like super cheap. It's super cheap than anything you can get like uh, at Target uh of those kinds of cookie dough but i will sit there with the tub then in eating uh that cookie dough. the good thing about a lot of the cookie doughs now if you look in the store is that you can eat them raw like that's they like sterilize the flour and i don't know what they do with the eggs but um they do there's certain most of the um cookie dough now it says it is safe to eat raw but I, this I love one I will, i'll just eat out of the tub like that's the only (laughs) i love how the whole show
1: has gone like how it transitioned from like matt where the hell have you been for two and a half weeks because i barely have seen cody to some nostalgia to food and (laughs) (laughs) uh
0: james Uh says that uh he wants to go get ice cream now I'm telling you, if you come out to Southern California or if you go to Disneyland, Disneyland in downtown Disney has uh, Salt and Straw. There, it's in Washington State, Seattle, Oregon. All oh, it's very West, West Coast. coast. Well, wow. yeah, Very West Coast. We're still considering um, it's really, the West really Coast good.
1: as a possibility for when we're done with school. Because like, we graduate next spring and I do, don't necessarily love... The idea of staying here forever.
0: And Cody's like, yes. the West coast is the best coast. That's what I say. (laughs) Yeah.
1: um, Cody, you know, you're really cocky about that for somebody who can't swim in in an era of global warming, but okay. (laughs) And lives on a West coast.
0: Oh my God. I want to, because I want to go surf. I want to surf. Learn how to swim. Yes, I know. And then because I want to take you to see the sharks when you visit.
1: If you think I'm getting in the water, I might be 95% white, but I am not white enough to know that I shouldn't get in the water with sharks. Am I gonna get canceled for that one? <laughs> was that was that it? Was that where I'm gonna get canceled? Did I just cross the no, line? No,
0: I don't think so. I don't if you're think listening, you did. if you're not,
1: if you don't listen to us often, we there's like kind of like a running joke of which one of us is gonna say the weird thing that's gonna get us like in big trouble with the internet. Usually it's Cody and then I'll so like show up with something and it's like, oh crap, maybe it's me today. <laughs> there's a um, ice cream back in Fresno I really miss. They were locally sourced. There. I just realized I was reading to myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: James, who is <laughs> reading your comment. Everybody, if you're listening, there's a local ice. James says there's a local ice cream place back in Fresno that I really miss. They were locally sourced and their flavors switched every month. Yeah, I love that. Same thing with crumble cookies. <clears throat> I love crumble cookies. Flavors change every week, so that means I have to go every week almost and get new flavors of cookies. Because, oh, you have to, right?
1: Is that 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 must be hard for you? And (laughs) y'all, so several there are several of y'all that are kind of newer that haven't heard us before. Cody made cookies for me for Christmas. It was Christmas, and sent them to me, and they were sugar free and they were delicious. I cannot believe he sent me sugar free cookies. Cody, you're going to have to put as a warning before you're going to put
0: porn on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I haven't gone to eat these cookies yet. I don't think I'm going to go this week. I actually did make a copycat version of these cookies, uh, chocolate chip cookies. I am going to send to Matt. I just haven't gotten around to it um, because uh, our Kitchen Aid broke when I was around the time I think I was making Matt's cookies or at Christmas time. Oh, um, that's terrible. My, uh KitchenAid broke uh, or Justin's KitchenAid broke. Uh it was a bigger, more professional one. It has a bigger uh bowl. And um, but I still had mine from when I was in Texas, but it's like the basic small one you get like at Target. And uh when I made this recipe uh just two weeks ago or so to try it out, I didn't like contemplate in my head how much this was gonna ultimately end up as far as dough and like flour and stuff. It did not fit in my KitchenAid. It was way too much. The flour was shooting out everywhere. I had to take half of it out and mix half at a time. It was a mess. So I can't make the full batch until we get a, diff, a new KitchenAid with you, a bigger bowl. I'm trying to imagine <laughs> this
1: happening in your kitchen. How mad you must have been!
0: It was so frustrating because I wanted. I thought it was going to be super quick. Justin and I went to get burritos, and I was going to make some cookies. And it was going to be. It was an easy recipe, and, and then made a huge freaking mess. It was was like, no bottle teriyaki sauce a few
1: years ago and sprayed teriyaki sauce across the whole kitchen. Like, the cap popped. <laughs> and it was ceiling, floors, walls, tile. I mean, if you name a spot teriyaki sauce, teriyaki sauce can splatter. It went there. I think a couple years ago, he dropped a bottle of water. Like, it fell out of a case. And it kind of, like, turned so it was capped down and went right through a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> like, shattered the... Oh, David can hear me now. He's got... He could hear that. Yeah, I took a video of it because it was—I was so caught off guard. It was a brand new jar of peanut butter and went right through it. So it—that was the end of the jar of peanut butter. I mean, we we're digging plastic out of the peanut butter and it was like, we just gave—excuse me, we just gave up. But oops, huge mess. I mean, I told David just leave the kitchen. I cleaned up the teriyaki sauce for him. I was—I—I I didn't do it, but I happened to be nearby and I saw it all go to hell and I saw his face and I'm like. I'll get it you should just go change your shirt and i will i will take care of this <laughs> i found teriyaki sauce for days because <laughs> like, he did one of those like you know you know kind of trying to shake up the bottle mm-hmm. and he's a big guy with big strong arms and when he did that it, i mean everywhere and I don't by the know
0: way guys matt sent me a photo other, earlier that was basically like porn it was his arm
1: what did oh You're, I was are you posting it? Oh
0: <laughs> no. This is telling him.
1: is I've been back at the gym for a couple months now. And um Cody's like I'm like school and gym.
0: <laughs> uh James says, I almost went to crumble tonight. I drove by one today. Matt, let's go get some.
1: Yeah, uh, uh James lives here and we live in the same city actually.
0: So this is salt and straw. This is their flavors this month. Roasted strawberry, toasted white chocolate. Chocolate caramel potato chip cupcake, chocolate hazelnut cookies and cream, the ultimate French vanilla, and Hunka Chunka PB and B. Uh, I got the chocolate hazelnut cookie and cream. It's really, really good. Oh. I feel left out. So, you know everybody. <laughs> totally, I'm, at, I'm so excited.
1: In a year I'll be able to actually when I have a big girl job again um i'll be able to actually come visit right now it's Like, we- if you want me to come visit um you're going to buy the ticket sorry <laughs> like,
0: when matt visits um we're gonna eat so much
1: <laughs> yeah i'm so excited i want you all to know again if you don't know like yes i talk about going to the gym it's because i have health conditions that make me need to work out to keep them at com- keep me comfortable and at bay like it I I work and then I try to just put the extra work in because I like eating pizza and Chinese food and sushi and cookies and stuff like that. So I I would say I eat moderately healthy, but I definitely am not afraid of a pizza.
0: Well, and I cannot wait because I've mentioned it every time since we've got it. We have a pizza oven. We've had pizza every week. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so good. We've like- had pizza
1: more times in a week <laughs> than I've seen in Kanto, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I've not seen it. Um, you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. No, oh my
1: god, Cody, it. this is right up your alley. I, this is how? What?
0: I know, but I have so much stuff that I'm watching that I'm having to get caught up on, or that's current, and it's just like I, I there's a lot. There's a lot, and it's on the list. It just hasn't made it to. Also, the Olympics have been going on, so that's been delaying this whole, like, past two weeks um, on me watching stuff. These just sound like excuses,
1: Joseph. Pizza, Chinese, and sushi experiences excitement. Exactly. Also, uh, Joseph is one of my, like, the very first people I started following and fo- that followed me when my I came back to Twitter in 2016. So, he's one of my very earliest mutuals on this account. Um which miraculously have not been suspended. I, I did get warned a few times, <laughs> but I haven't been suspended. Um,
0: um, yeah. I'm okay with the pizza and the Chinese or Thai food. We have a really good Thai place. That Cody we doesn't go like to. sushi. I don't like sushi. I just Justin loves sushi. sushi. I that one. Justin loves sushi. So you and him can go have sushi.
1: Auditioning for a guest star role. Justin. we love having people on.
0: Yes. And James says pizza and Encanto.
1: Yes, we can do pizza in Encanto. Um Yeah. Um, I do uh, only tend to eat, because again, so I'm lactose. I can have... I don't have problems with uh, butter and stuff like that, but milk and ice cream is like... Cheese and butter and stuff seem not to bother me as much, or really at all. Like, I can have some cheese pizza, I'm fine. But I don't eat a whole pizza anymore. Not because I can't, but because of the, you know, the... Um, excuse me, but... Milk and ice cream is an, is a no no.
0: And um, the one thing uh, our pizzas don't have a lot of cheese either, so um, it has just it's just like is perfect. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like. And, and then says, the thing is, we is make too much. Or,
1: or what don't you like, Cody, about sushi? James wants to know. Uh, uh,
0: so I don't really like any kind of fish, really, actually.
1: Even though lots of sushi, like the smell,
0: the smell in and it itself just makes me feel very sick. <laughs> like. It's just something this is the same about man
1: it. who wants me to eat ranch. And so I was like, I will come over there and I will try some food, but you have to try some sushi and he doesn't does not like ranch.
0: He doesn't like ranch. I don't like
1: ranch. That is one food that I think is weird. The deal is I've, I've always been curious to know if my biological dad, like the foods he likes and doesn't like, because I used to, we used to joke that I'm like, am I adopted? Cause there's things that my stepdad that I thought was my bio dad loves. And I'm like, Nope nope won't eat it
0: wait joseph you don't like ranch either oh my gosh david david (laughs) reported david likes ranch
1: (laughs) david (laughs) yes my husband likes ranch i think keith my roommate likes ranch and y'all my roommate is keith the one with the big arms yes i (laughs)
0: just Um, the, the whole reason i know that matt didn't like ranch is there was a point in time i saw like i think it was probably on um Twitter, and it was before like one of the Super Bowls a few years back. And they were giving out, uh, Hidden Valley was giving out, I I don't know, like a hundred or a thousand of these. And they were like mini kegs of a ranch dressing and it had like a little tap on it. And I was like, oh my God, I want that in my kitchen. Just a ranch on tap, anytime you want it. <laughs> and then it got brought up in a podcast, I think. And then that's when it was determined that Matt hates ranch.
1: And Cody was like, we're,
0: we're, there will not be a season two. <laughs> I said he was gonna like have a shower of ranch or something, a bath and ranch.
1: Um, but now here we are in season four. so. You guys, usually our lives are somewhat structured in, like, we have, like, kind of, like, free conversation, too, because that's what we like. Because this is our rare catch-up time, too. But we usually have a topic or two that we're, you know, might be a relevant topic, a current topic, a news topic. Um, And uh, tonight we just had things we wanted to talk about. Um, But the podcast is always, has a topic. So we release that on Wednesdays. But the lives tend to be more we let it just kind of be, you know, if there's stuff we want to talk about, which has been super fun. But Cody, I will try some ranch stuff. I will try some stuff as long as you try some sushi. It does not have to be seafood. It does not have to be fish because a lot of people do not like, they either react poorly or allergic to or don't like seafood. But if you will try some other sushi that's not seafood, that's not fish, I will concede
0: Okay. i will help we'll you see. order it
1: i will not let you order something that's accidentally fish and make yourself feel bad because there is <laughs> okay. a certain smell to them that some people do not like the smell of, and certain fish uh can be more pungent and even people who like it can find it a little off-putting so i will try some things that i don't like if you are willing to try some things if you're willing to step out of your comfort zone for me i'll wear a speedo okay. <laughs>
0: there there okay (laughs) like uh last last weekend it was like hot here like super hot and it was people were going to the beach uh you could tell that everyone was going to the nude beach because the twitter feed of everyone and instagram stories of people posting from uh black beach out here was like crazy it was hot enough everyone was flocking to the beaches to have some fun i'm going to take math there um <laughs> yeah and he's gonna uh, have, well, i gonna said he's going to have speak- his speedo but then it's like well it is black beach you don't need a speedo
1: <laughs> like i didn't have an alt for 2 years and everybody has seen my dick <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten DMs from people who are like, "Does your husband know you post that?" Like, very much so. He might have taken the picture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, God. we'll have to have a. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh, by then, uh, you'll have even bigger muscles, and oh I God. won't have any. I won't have any muscles.
1: Y'all, Justin
0: has a really nice camera and can take photos. I don't know what I thought people... you were going to say, but it wasn't that. <laughs> it was not that <laughs> video. <laughs> Uh, th- actually there are some really good photos that I've seen people take at Black Beach that are not like explicit photos but they are nude photos and let me tell you some of them are like can we get me like a really, really dramatic wig really so like look when the good. wind's
1: blowing I can have some like dramatic hair and like covering myself like a Venus you know like in the clam um, shop
0: I do have wigs <laughs> uh, uh let's see uh Joseph said and I left beaches of Florida for Chicago in winter Ooh yeah it's it's getting <laughs> cold i say it's cold out here it's like 60 degrees but it's it's too cold for me um and then Cody, james don't
1: block, don't block Kai. <laughs> if you saw him he's it's steven 808 kai because i can't see his comments
0: oh i don't see them either
1: oh my god that's so funny he sent me what he's saying and he he was like you slut cheater mitt, wow maybe you're not fully white <laughs> Like, oh,
0: my God, Steven, shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, James, flexing my twink muscles. There's nothing there. Yeah. Uh- so uh, we do have an episode that we had. It was our love episode for Valentine's Day. Of course, Valentine's Day was this week. Um, I was going to send Matt the Valentine's Day explosion box, but uh, it didn't get done in time again because I didn't have the cookies. That's what um, we call the
1: the explicit content, by the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> again, no explosion box. Um, But here's a little bit in case you missed it. If you did miss it, I would suggest going watching it on um, YouTube or listening to it. Uh, But here is a little uh, clip of us talking about love and relationships. Is it
1: us being focused for a second?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Valentine's Day. Uh, It's not just for couples. It can be uh, for unconventional relationships, uh, throuples. Uh, all of this I think is like is modern love of what we would say today, you know Some people don't want to be in a relationship. They don't want a sexual relationship They don't want a romantic relationship, but they want some sort of relationship and they they attach on to that friendship relationship that close friend relationship um, Y'all I've still not gotten my flowers and chocolate from Matt by the way
1: <laughs> Yeah, apparently Matt, we are So um, <laughs> Cody's like We'll talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, being here, it's like we joke around. I tell everybody they're my work husband. Justin and David have never been jealous or weird about Cody and I working so closely together because communication, and they're adults, and so we're all not insecure
0: children. I could see some people being uh, jealous of that, being like, "Well, I am such a like." You, if Justin was a jealous person, be like, "He sure is spending a lot of time with Matt. They talk all the time."
1: It's my Yeah, Because we, we do text a <laughs> lot.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Your social support is really important. And it can very much be about quality, not quantity. <laughs> you know, and having a couple of friends that you know are just really close with, and you
0: have that connection, that comfort. You know, as we're talking about unconventional love, um, it's not just for couples, but there could be an occasional third. Uh, how about getting them a nice print of the Eiffel Tower? to show him what he brings to the relationship.
1: I've never been to Paris, but I'd love to take you to the Eiffel Tower, Cody.
0: I think there is a place for a thruple or more, because just think of all the money coming in. Those bills are gonna get paid pretty quickly, and then you have extra money for extracurricular. Right? Living yourself in
1: your country palace dream? you know.
0: But yes, everybody, uh, love everybody, love one another get into those unconditional relationships uh don't be shy about them uh I you want know it. i just love it
1: oh my god anyway,
0: so everybody
1: i don't cody does our editing entirely especially since i'm in school i don't see the preview so i don't see the final product until it's posted because there's just not time for me to review it and ask for my opinion and i i trust cody so sometimes when I see uh, clips, I'm like, "Why did that get left in?" Not because I think he did a bad job, but because <laughs> <sighs> I see myself and I'm going, "Here it comes! Here it comes!" I'm gonna. Oh man, there I went. That's it. That <laughs> Joseph, I left the beaches of Florida for Chicago in winter. It's true. He moved away from Florida to Chicago, and I'm so sad because I was hoping to catch him when I visited. When I get to visit Florida and visit family. James, Cody f- flexing his twink muscles. <laughs> Cody, you're really fit, though. We've all seen you in your underwear. Like, you really are trim and good for you. I am like, I do not feel that way. I think I might have just burped again. <laughs> <You know? laughs> There's very opposite uh, personalities and experiences happening here with our bodies. Code well everybody. Like, I had vegan ice cream and I'm like, I'm about to eat some Chinese food. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's Friday, it's a burrito night, so we're gonna have burritos again. Uh we had nachos on Sunday for Super Bowl, so we actually had like some from the same place two <gasps> times this oh, week. Crazy. That's what we have to
1: talk about the Super Bowl. We have to talk about the halftime show.
0: Okay. Yes. Um uh, <laughs> so, uh, I-, I love this I love the halftime show. Um Maybe we should, in case we cut this out for an excerpt. So, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl real quick. And, um, Matt, did you like it? I
1: liked it. I just could not believe how much it was so. It, somebody posted on Twitter that it was like a middle school, like middle school dance vibes, like the level of energy, at least from watching on TV. Maybe it was different, you know, live or in person. But it kind of, it was like I was on the bus in seventh grade on the way home and still stuck in the middle of puberty and miserable, you know, when you're like annoyingly, when you're annoyed and singing along to a song that you know, and you're like, but I Um. was just so surprised. Like I felt like just elderly people said, let's get them youngins involved in sports and then put something on there that, you know, like y'all know millennials are like 40 now, right? Like we are not in college we're not 20-year-olds. Like, what's going uh, on?
0: I loved it. <laughs> Every moment of it. Um, and uh, I, I what the general consensus, I think, from online or like, you know, because it's always one of those things when uh, an artist comes and performs at the Super Bowl and uh, there's always reviews that come out afterwards like, eh, this or someone has something. Uh, The general consensus I thought was, or from reading stuff online, is apparently it is thought of as one of the best Super Bowl performances ever or in recent years. Uh, I think the only one other people have topped it up with was Prince performing. um, And I I vaguely remember that one. Um, I think one thing that kind of didn't help in this situation is uh, most of the time it's dark. And so uh, there's lots of lights and fire and fireworks and pizzazz, which this one didn't have because it was still daylight. Um, mm-hmm. So I do think that that did play like as far as. There's a
1: different stage. It's a different stage for the show. Um, I mean, I didn't hate it or anything. I mean. And I, honestly, like how well preserved everybody's voices are, you know, it was just. Like, uh, Joseph, the Super Bowl show took me all the way back to when I was in college. All those songs played at the clubs. I felt like pouring my drink on myself just for nostalgia's sake. <laughs> totally right there with you. Uh, Keith called me. To, I was in the middle of reading something for school, and he called, called me and was like, hey, 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 it's on, it's on. So I came down, and I stood there and watched it and was like – it felt like it was just leading up to something that, like, might have been, like, a – all of them doing something together at the end.
0: Well, yeah, I do. I do think that it, it could have been a little bit longer because each of them did something and it felt like maybe we needed all everybody to do something together to like, just, like, kinda like yeah, it it just kind of like wrap it up. I mean, it just it, kind of ended. I do. I will. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, completely. That, that
1: was uh, I think it was just I don't know. It just felt like it was missing maybe and maybe an, a, a more con- a better ending. But overall, I didn't hate it. It just it just had a weird energy to it. But that's just me. But I didn't
0: hate uh, it or anything. Um, uh, I, last, I do. do you, oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I do, though, like um, if you were looking online, anything, uh, there was a, a obviously not a surprising select group of people uh, who <laughs> did not like it. Thought it was the most vulgar thing that had ever appeared on television. OK, Ben Shapiro. And, <laughs> exactly and um uh, I'm sure there was st- stuff said about uh, most of the performers being black. And then, why is this oh. on my television? And then Eminem yeah. bowing I down. S- unfortunately, uh, see that. Why is he here? Moved to a different country. Obviously, you had all that playing up, which I thought yeah. was great too, because anytime you can like weirdly frustrate people because of a musical performance uh, like that, it's just amazing because it seems like they have a complete meltdown of life. Yeah, it's like,
1: wow are you okay like you seem upset you know because if like you
0: face. or me don't like something eh, we just didn't like yeah, it Yeah,
1: right like I, love it, <laughs> like I still enjoyed it like it was still it was still a fun watch
0: to them it was, it was like totally fun to like what i'm dying <laughs> <laughs> um i would suggest uh obviously eminem did uh bow on his knees uh obviously as a show of support and all of that whole thing surrounding the NFL. That's been happening for the past few years. Um, But uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani on some podcast or YouTube or I don't, some weird channel uh, was talking about uh, Eminem and how he needed to move to a different country. And why is he here? If he's going to take a knee and uh, whatever on and on and on and on. Anyway, Stephen Colbert, uh, a late show. Uh, did a funny little segment and they took bits of Eminem, and then they had someone pretend to rap certain things. And then they put it all together with talking about a Rudy Giuliani. And it's super, super funny. Uh, I was trending today on Twitter. So I go check that out because it's really funny. The idea
1: of Rudy Giuliani telling anybody to move to a different country. (laughs) 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 Okay. Let me, let me re my own hair, you know, like okay sure.
0: Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> James, um, are we going to get a gay halftime show again next time? Who would be fun to see?
1: The Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Coldplay show, one of my favorites.
0: I don't the like old, Bruno one Mars. One
1: old one. There. Well, one of the other times Mary J. Blige performed was she performed with Aerosmith, NSYNC, and Britney Spears, and like this was like the late '90s, early 2000s. And it was a wild ass show. I didn't even know what to think when I saw it. I when I eventually saw it online, I think either a year or two later or when I got a little older. I was like, I was alive during this, this, what? It just, there was so 2000, it just, I know that makes sense to you. It was so 2000, it hurt in a good way. And it was a fun performance. It was fun seeing like all these different styles, like sharing a stage. Yeah, doing classic songs and just having fun. And then they looked like they were having fun. And that's what I think I liked about this one was that they just, I felt like they all, well, I liked how the stage kind of, it was like one long stage. Everybody kind of had their own space stage and doing their own thing. And that part was nice. It was just kind of wild (laughs) that you only got kind of like one of their songs, like the whole way through, not a medley, not, it was just a different, very different vibe.
0: I felt yeah. like they needed like one or two less individuals, and then they could have had a little more time to maybe like mix some of the like I think if it would have been like Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Eminem, and then they could have like at the end kind of mix some of their songs together a little bit. It yeah, could have it been just really would have big. been fun.
1: I I think Joseph um, said Sarah, Madonna, Britney, and Cascada. I would gay die. I would have to be gay dead and gay resurrected all over gay again. You
0: know. <laughs> Uh but. well um I think if you were gonna see anybody you would see I think what they're gonna go for in future things is more of the same a nostalgic situation um you're not I don't think you're gonna have you may occasionally here and there have like a, a newer artist but they're really gonna still because they want the you they want younger people ish or like our age who have kids they're watching and older people knows who these artists is that's who they want because they want it to be so, mass appeal Clint
1: showed so. Clint, who joins us sometimes, his kids are, they're they are both younger than 10. But they're old enough to, like, know what music is and everything. So he showed them, like, you know, Eminem and all of them and all that. And uh, they were not impressed. And he had to explain to them that, yeah, he kind of started becoming popular when I was in, like, middle school. And they were like, what? <laughs>
0: You <laughs> know, it's interesting. I, I feel like he should have continued doing movies. Um, uh, I think Cher could be I think Cher is a possibility for sure. I don't think Cher and Madonna together because I don't think they like each other. Uh, Madonna also, if you look at her Instagram lately, she looks like a like a weird plastic doll doll that has no wrinkles and it's just like very strange. She's also dating like an 18 or 19 year old. Um, and <laughs> she's I living mean, her best life, I guess. Yeah, uh, go ahead,
1: queen. You do your, but thing. she
0: looks very um, weird. <laughs> uh, bring like, on Sharon, unnatural. Abba,
1: Sharon, Stevie Nicks. And,
0: um, okay. Yeah. That would be, I could see that one happening if they even are still together. Cause they like breaking up a lot. Uh, sadly, <laughs> Abba isn't even getting back together. It really, they have that whole like digital performance that's happening next year, which is going to be a little weird, but mm. uh, I think uh, you might in the future have like an Olivia Rodrigo. I think that she might uh, do a performance. I will tell you she, uh, uh, out here, the symphony shell that we have, and I have sent Matt, uh, pictures of it when I went, um, they had her concert set there. It sold out like in five minutes. Olivia Rodrigo
1: I barely know who that is I know who she is I know like one of her songs
0: girl she's up and coming
1: I know or she's already here it's because I'm almost 40 I don't know what things are anymore get off my lawn (laughs) I'm old and fearful Cody shut up (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm here to Um, Taylor Swift Uh, I would love okay my my laptop is mm -hmm. uh, about to die (laughs) um but yeah, Taylor Swift would kill it, and I would love a Taylor Swift song. All right. <laughs> yep. Jesus. A Taylor Swift uh, show. Um,
0: uh, well, everybody, normally this lasts an hour. We went a little bit longer. We'll be back again, maybe, uh, hopefully, uh, next Friday. Of course, new should, episodes. Yes,
1: it should be next Friday. I don't have any tests for a couple more weeks, so things should be – I I will be able to breathe this coming week and next week. So, yes. And, yes, Joseph, we would love to have you on. Yes. It would be very uh, new-
0: new episode of the podcast coming out on Wednesday, so be sure and check that out. And again, we'll see you next Friday uh, for the show. Uh, But for now, everybody, we're going to go ahead and head out. I'm going to go get my burrito and enjoy. uh, I don't know what. It's not going to be in Canto tonight, but that's coming. Anyway, everybody, bye. Bye. So, hey guys, we want to remind everyone um, that you can keep in touch with us on all of our social media channels, um, whether that is uh, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You can do all of that at The Coma Cast.
1: And we definitely love to interact and hear from all of our listeners. All of this is not possible without you guys.
0: And if you don't mind rating our podcast on iTunes or whatever your preferred podcast uh, provider is, just leave a comment. It's greatly appreciated. And thank you for joining us. See you next time.